So everyone, I am very excited today to invite you to a special program of Awaken the Kingdom Within. I am joined by Dr. Malika Brown, who is an educator. She's a university professor, a PhD in psychology. She's a gifted speaker, and she is a unique individual moving throughout the world at this particular time. She has a great influence, not only in the community, but also in faith-based communities. And I've known her um, long enough to tell my age, so we won't go to that again. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Brown. Thank you, thank you, I'm glad to be here. I wanted to get you on because I believe the setting that we're living in now not just with COVID, it's just, COVID is just another layer of so many dimensions of things we've been going through as a, as a global society, as a, as a humanity. I wanted to speak with you because I believe one piece we're missing is the understanding of just the human nature, the human body, the mind, the soul. We're, we're missing a piece that I believe can help us navigate through the particular season and generation that we're living in. Just kind of generally, kind of let me know what your, what's going on in your neck of the woods and in your world and what you're seeing um, with, the, with the health, mental health of the individuals that you supervise or you work with. There's a, a pretty much a consistency with what's happening with the clients that I currently have and I've gotten several new clients um, since we've been in quarantine since March. And one of the things about living in your house, working from your house, but not having the ability to go out. So it's different if you work from home because you can go to the store, you can go to the gym, you can go to restaurants, you can do different things. This is different because you don't have the ability really to go out safely and it causes a different psychological stress on an individual. So a lot of things that people have been dealing with or running away from, they can no longer do that. And so the priority they are finding now to be healthy and to maintain is that they're seeking therapy in order to, to be better and basically to heal. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I know I am a person who's an introvert. Um, for many of us, a need for us to talk through how we're feeling about that lack of control that we're going through. Definitely. I think control is it's a very powerful thing um, because in our minds, we feel that we have the ability to control a lot of the circumstances in our lives day to day. And the things that we took for granted that we had control of are a lot of the things that we no longer are able to do currently because of the conditions. And it can psychologically eat you up when you feel out of control. And so people often go to very disastrous coping mechanisms in order to deal with that. Um, I'll give you an example. For years, when I was, was younger, I was terrified of flying to the point where I would almost have anxiety to get on a plane. And when I was in my PhD program, I was forced to have to fly by myself because I had to go for a school um, sessions out of state and couldn't, obviously my family couldn't go, my husband couldn't fly with me. 
And I had to figure out what was really my issue, knowing that statistically flying is the safest, safest method of transportation. I finally realized my issue was control. And a lot of people are feeling that right now is that their life in general, the world in general is out of control and they don't know when things will get back to what they're used to or what they consider to be a norm. I believe that's true. I totally can understand that. And the new normal, the new uh, pandemic normal, we, uh, we will never exactly be the same as we were before. And that kind of leads itself to one of the areas that I did want to discuss with you today in relationship to um, the book and, and one of the themes that I want to discuss in, in a higher dimension, though, is this understanding of ourselves. One of the keys I write about is living life in truth. And I really wanted to explore that with you because it seems very simple and most of us do not believe we're not truthful with ourselves. But I wanted to hear your understanding, someone who understands the clinical nature of the mind and the, and the human spirit. Is that true? Is it easy for us to be truthful with ourselves? No. And, that, and I, that's a very qualified no, because I feel like no is not, it's so simplistic. There's so many layers to it. From a psychological standpoint, standpoint, just from the academic perspective, there are a lot of theories about the self and personality. Um, one theory believes that we have what are considered to be possible selves. So we have our projected future possibilities of who we believe will be at a particular age. Doesn't necessarily mean that that will actualize into who we will be. Um, but a lot of times who we see ourselves as is predicated on how other people see us. And they have a great influence on who we know ourselves to be, especially when we're younger. Um, your first understanding of your personality, your first understanding of who you are as an individual is usually guided by your parents or whoever your caregiver is. As you get older, you become a teenager, it's now influenced by your peers. You become an adult, and then it starts to be influenced by the other meaningful relationships that you have. At some point, you have to really figure out who you are by trying to be self-aware, really trying to analyze and be honest with yourself. And that's usually where the issue comes in. Defense mechanisms are usually there because something psychologically that you know about yourself is usually too stressful, whether it's an experience or whether it's a personality characteristic or a behavior. It's something that is hard for you to process. And so you use a defense mechanism to deal with this. And I know how big of a fan you are of Freud. And so this is just very much textbook Freud. But the problem with that is that you'll never really know who you are if you're not honest. And that's usually the challenge I find with clients when they're coming to me. My job is to help them honestly see who they are and the situations and their behavior patterns. But a lot of times it takes time for them to get to the place to be able to accept what that reality is, whether it's good or bad, um, because it's not a, I always tell people that it's not an indication of you as far as a person. I don't like it when people say, oh, that person's evil or that person's a bad person. 
Now, I do feel that there are exceptions to that rule. There are people that probably fit that, but there are people who make bad choices. There are people who, you know, do bad behaviors. And sometimes acknowledging your flaws means that you have to acknowledge that that's a component of your personality and people would rather run away from that than face who they are, warts and all. Well, you're correct. I am a fan of Sigmund Freud, but I think that's because he's a basic, he gives us basic principles and, and I can get a headache if I try to read too many books that are in your field. That's why I'm glad I have you here today. <laughs> uh, before we take a break, I believe it's really important for us to understand ourselves because of a spiritual principle. And that is, I believe we're all gifted and we're all a part of this journey called life with filled with gifts to share. And if we don't tap into that, reality of who we are, we don't always understand how unique we are and the value of what we were given to share. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to explore this with you because I believe it's really important for everyone to understand that their life has a purpose beyond the monotony that often life can bring to it. Totally agree. And from a spiritual standpoint, um, God called you the proverbial you for who you are and the gifts you have, inclusive of your personality. I mean, I always like to use Peter as an example because obviously his personality was pretty out there, but he needed, he was needed for the kingdom. And so if he can use all the different characters, the hodgepodge of characters that were used in the scriptures, he can definitely use us. And so it is necessary, not only from a spiritual standpoint, from also from a psychological standpoint to be who you are because your gift is needed in the world, whatever that may be. I totally agree. I believe that's a good time for us to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm back with Dr. Malika Brown, a beautiful individual who is giving us insight that I believe is going to help us become better human beings, better spiritual beings. Um, I want to continue a little bit of our discussion that we had, but I want to ask you if you can give us some tools that might help us overcome some of those obstacles that you were talking about that prevent us from being self-aware and being able to work on being who we're called to be, designed to be, who we were born to be. Sure, definitely can do that. Um, and these will be very, very simplistic because I feel like psychology sometimes can seem overwhelming but it's really not. There's a, a simplicity to it. And so I like to present it from that perspective because I feel like it's something that is in everyday life for us to understand. Um, so I'll just give you a couple of things that I think will be helpful. Um, living in your truth and living authentic authentically, one of the first things you have to do is be honest about your feelings. And 
this can be challenging, especially for a person that has a passive aggressive personality. And there's a psychology as to how that person develops into that characteristic. But I won't go into all that. But the main thing is that an highly authentic person doesn't hide how they feel or pretend to feel a way that they don't. Now, how they behave in relationship to that behavior is a separate part of this, but they're, they're authentic in how they feel. They're honest about that. And they don't have a problem allowing people to know their authentic feelings in a way, obviously, that will not harm or hurt another person because bottling up your feelings and emotions is very destructive. And so it's necessary for us to be honest with how we feel because we have the right to feel that. Our feelings are valid. I always say the connection to the behavior is a part that you have to look at. Um, the next thing I will, will give about living in your truth is realizing you can't please everyone. And a lot of people often operate when they're in this space of not being who they are authentically of trying to appease all the different relationships and people around them. You're not gonna be able to make everyone happy. You're not going to be able to please everyone. And the challenge with doing this is that you will no longer please yourself because you're sacrificing your desires and your needs for that of other people. So it's really imperative that a person not try to please another person Try to understand, show compassion, get along, but you can't do what others want you to do or do things that you feel will get approval because a lot of times you'll still do that and you won't get what you're seeking. Um, another one that I think is really, really important is not comparing your journey to other people. And from a spiritual standpoint, especially in ministry, whether you're a preacher, a teacher, a singer, musician, it doesn't matter what it is. A lot of times in that, um, in that arena, we compare ourselves to others and their journey. And everyone's journey is different. Everyone gets to their destination a different way. They take different routes. And when you're comparing yourself to another person, you're giving yourself, basically you're doing a disservice to yourself. You're discounting your gifts, you're discounting your aspirations, you're discounting your abilities that you have and the purpose that you have. So it's better to use inspiration from others, but don't compare. Like everyone has a mentor or mentors along their journey. Um, I've been fortunate to have several um, over decades of my life that are still in different capacities, and you're one in different capacities of my life. You've been a mentor in different journeys that I've had from music um, to ministry to just all the different things that you've done in your lifetime, you've been a mentor along my journey. But I've never compared my journey to yours because you're you and I'm me. And so it's really important that you don't compare your journey. Live in your truth, own who you are, but don't compare. The last one that I will give is to not seek validation from other people. We have to learn how to have our own self-worth and be our own cheerleader. Because if you're a highly authentic person, you're comfortable in your own skin, you don't need other people to tell you that you are special. You're unapologetic in who you are. 
you're comfortable with your imperfections, you walk with your head high, you're assured, um, you're just strong in who you are. And it's really important that you realize that your shoes are your shoes and no one can feel those. And once you realize that, you don't have to seek validation from someone who's not on your journey, who's not you. And I think that those four things are really easy starting points for anyone that wants to live in their truth and live authentically. I can't even summarize that. That is exactly what I wanted to leave with our audience today. So I will only say that I so appreciate you for being here. Um, if someone wants to get in touch with you, um, let's do a PSA because there is a lot going on in our world, in our society. Um, what would you recommend as some of the resources that they can have access to if they do feel that something we've talked about today makes them feel they want to do a little more, I call it deep diving into their life? Um, I would always say look for um, local services in your area. One of the beauties of this pandemic is that the um, speed ethically of getting tele tele therapy up and running fast tracked because no therapists could meet in person. So the roadblocks that we were having prior to are no longer there and every therapist is offering um, therapy virtually. So access is there. Um, a lot of therapists are working with people. So I'm available. A lot of people, I always tell them if they want to find a therapist in their area, they can email me or inbox me on social media, give me their zip code and the specifics of the type of therapist they want, like a specialty, do they want a male, female, Christian, etc. And then I will send them links to different, like three or four different choices in their area. And then they can choose from there which one they feel like best um, suits them. Um, so to get in contact with me, um, and, I, and I do the therapy, but I also provide resources for, to other um, clinicians, they can go to my website. It is malikambrown.com, and Malika is spelled M-A-L-A-I-K-A. And that's the best place to get in touch with me. You can see what I'm up to, schedule appointments, also send me messages as well. Thank you so much for being here. I hope everyone leaves today understanding that one of the most important gifts that has been brought into this earth is you. I believe a lot at our core of what we're struggling with in our world, in our universe, is the lack of each other appreciating one another and that we are so unique and so divinely distinct and we have been given such beautiful things to share with this world that it does create a, a sadness that's unexplainable um, when we're living our life and we don't understand why we're not fulfilled. Uh, Dr. Brown, I hope you'll come back and be with me because we have a lot more that we could talk about, but today I believe you have given us the essence of what I want to communicate in living one's life in truth. Thank you for having me. I would love to come back.
If what we talked about today resonated with you, then I invite you to read Seven Keys to Awaken the Kingdom of Heaven Within. The book and journal are available exclusively at CherylNaomiDavis.com. Thank you.